At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v that it is, that I am. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa Dev, Fubos, Link, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Jeffrey Parlay is here as well. Good morning to you, Jeffrey. You good? A lot happened last night. Yeah, anything happened that I should know about? Yeah, Just a, lot, curious. a lot going on yesterday. Anything? Uh, we will get into it all. We'll talk baseball today with both Paul Spore and Mark Borchard. Mark Borchard will have picks. Hope you got in on the Giants at plus 180 last night. If you watched primetime action, you know that I was on that last night. Just an offensive number against the San Francisco Giants. Had to take it. And they got it home. one to nothing winners to take a 2-1 to one lead in that series. We'll talk about uh, all three games going on today. We were deprived of a quadruple header yesterday. That's all right because of rain in Chicago. We'll get another triple header today, including three possible closeout games. We'll also talk to Pete Futak on college football. We didn't get a chance because of guessing lines yesterday to talk about a spectacular day in college football this past Saturday and looking ahead to his thoughts on this week's upcoming games. Not as sexy of a schedule, but still games to bet on for sure. And tennis picks coming later on the show. I will uh, have tennis picks. Another trio. Yesterday, two, for, uh, two out of three we hit. Two and one on the day. Uh, hit on both the nightcap with Barbara Grzykova and also hit on a slight dog in Paula Badosa against Coco Goff. Missed on Danielle freaking Collins, who was also a dog. So two and one uh, for a unit. Not bad. Three picks today. And let me just say this, Jeff, as a tease for the tennis picks. Two of them are off the chart underdogs. Would that be something y'all are interested in? 
We'll talk uh, tennis perhaps with Drew Dinsick for a brief moment as well, but we want to talk football with him and get all his picks that he's already made, all his bets that he's already made for week number six in the National Football League. Let's bring him in from the Bet the Edge podcast and, of course, the Deep Dive podcast, Dinsick Classic, which he does with his old buddy, Andy Molitor. It's Drew Dinsick, everybody. How you doing, man? I'm great, except I'm just learning now. You went against my gal, Ons Jabor, yesterday. I did. uh... She's an elite player, man. I know, I know Danielle Collins-Rose plays well in the United States, but uh, Ons, is, Ons is on another level. Ons was on yesterday. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> by the way, do, do you have tennis picks that you'd like to share for today before I give out mine later? Oh, yeah, sure. We can talk about whenever. All right. What, what are your tennis picks? People, we'll get some I tennis picks bet. on the top. I only bet the men's side because the women's side is pretty obviously. This is the Ego Sviantec show, as far as I can <laughs> tell you. She's she's playing at a superlative level right now, and uh, very excited to see her continue uh, on that path. Uh, but the men's side, I think you got some great ones. I love Taylor Fritz uh, as a dog against Berrettini. Uh, if you're not interested in backing him on a relatively healthy money line there, I think uh, you can take the games handicap as a fun way to attack that one. I think Carino Busta ought to be more of a favorite against Hatchinov. Uh, and then I make a little bit of value on Andy Murray uh, versus uh, Alexander Zvera. Ooh. The way I ended up attacking that one, I like um, over two and a half sets there at plus 180. Uh, if you don't have the stomach for, uh, you know, hoping that Andy wins a set, uh, the over 22 uh, or 21, actually the over 21 and a half games is a pretty fair price. So you get that one, even if there's no tie break. So um, I think that one will be a very great match. I love Zverev ultimately to win this t- title, but uh, Andy Murray has the kind of game that I think makes that one a very competitive match. And the fascinating thing about this tournament, we'll wrap up the tennis right here, but the fascinating thing is that it's hard court, but the hard court is playing slowly. And so that's the sort of quirk of this tournament that wasn't, say, the case at the U.S. Open for those who are new to tennis betting. And so it is causing some interesting results, let's put it that way. And uh, yeah. like you, I have a couple dogs coming up later on the show. Uh, okay. Of course, uh, real quick, if you don't know, if you don't live in the desert like uh, Gil, if you don't live in Southern California like myself, we are also experiencing a very uh, interesting yes. wind uh, sort of event uh, these last couple of days, it's been unpredictable. Last Yesterday morning, it was calm. It was quiescent. And then by the evening, it, the wind was so aggressive that they had the passes closed and, you know, uh, tractor trailers flipping over. It was uh, it was something to behold. And uh, uh, so that's something that you absolutely have to account for weather in your handicap on top of the court speed, which is a very challenging thing to do at Indian Wells in general. Yes. An excellent use of quiescent. Once again, Drew, I always love when you bring <laughs> the, uh, the vocabulary. All right, so on the field, off the field yesterday. Let's talk off the field. John Gruden resigns as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders after uh, what the New York Times described as a trove of emails, additional to the initial one that was leaked on Friday. Uh, Additional trove of emails, not only uh, with uh, racist language, but also sexist language, homophobic language, and he resigns in that aftermath. Looking back on the Raiders' performance this past week, it was the weirdest performance, perhaps, of all of Week 5 teams. Do you think, now in retrospect, there was a distraction? If you did, did you get ahead of that beforehand? Did you anticipate there being one? Uh, but in retrospect, primarily, did you, did you see one uh, now that you have all this sort of in, in the rear view? And moving forward, did you jump on the Broncos as quick as possible this coming weekend? <laughs> 
I think there's still questions swirling about the Broncos from a health status. So that one was the easy scratch that game from the card because I really don't know what to expect. But you're right. Last weekend, uh, talked about it actually in, in depth on the podcast with Andy and then on, on the side, like, shouldn't we just take the Bears? Like, there's this, clearly there's something going on here. This isn't this isn't great on top of the fact that the Raiders coming in on a short week and, uh, you know, they the Chargers exposed a ton of flaws, uh, you know, and uh, all the signs were there to get on the Bears. I ultimately I did not. And if you watch that game, if you review the tape, if you look at the box score, even it's pretty obvious the Raiders beat themselves in that game much more than the Bears beat them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think realistically that it was a distraction in the locker room. And I think realistically the Raiders had to move on from Gruden. I don't think you can exist in a, uh, a high profile public environment today, day and age. And, uh, you know, have those kind of questions swirling week in, week out. Um, it was going to be a long-term distraction. It was going to be a long-term embarrassment for the franchise. And I don't think really anyone uh, has a tolerance for that type of, um, you know, behavior anymore. So it's, it's, uh, it was the right thing to do by the Raiders organization. As far as I can tell you, um, I put a little personal story. I'm extremely uh, annoyed by it because <laughs> I had uh, urban Meyer first coach fired at 50 to one <laughs> in a lot of accounts fired and, or, or leaving. Well, first, I had Urban Meyer first coach to be real, you know, to yeah, leave his post, leave. basically. Yeah. And, uh, but it was 50 to 1, and I had it all over the place. Uh. And I, I, this feels like quite a bad beat because I feel like Urban Meyer's day is coming Sunday. Um, but uh, ultimately, this, uh, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. I think uh, the Raiders have uh, good enough. A locker room leadership that this will not completely tank their season. Um, I think obviously what Gus Bradley is doing, particularly on the defensive side of the ball for them this year is a huge, huge, huge step forward. The organization is not going to, uh, you know, fall back into, you know, just complete rebuild mode. I wouldn't expect to have a lot of decent young talent here. Um, and so if anything, I think that you, you know, this line could get out of hand to the tune of Raiders or value this week. When they do the thirty for thirty on this uh, years from now, Drew will find out that the that the leaker of this of this story had Gruden first to leave on the market for uh, for coach. That would be that would be the ultimate there's, gamble. There's a, I won't name names, but there's one bookmaker who has gotten the better of me a lot in 2021 to this point, like just in crazy ways. And uh, my friends and I had a good little laugh yesterday. Like, how did he, how did he get, uh, that's right. How did he get those emails and leak them yeah. to the New York times? Because this was, this was very, very convenient timing that's, that uh, yeah. gets, uh, gets the can anyway. The, the things that betters <laughs> think about, we all do. Like we all have these thoughts in our head when, when bets are involved on the field last night, uh, boy, oh boy, all of us who had Ravens teaser legs, never in doubt. And <laughs> how about people who had the Ravens and Survivor? I mean, Survivor, this, like, we talked about how that Henry Ruggs pass against the Jets last year was, oh, the luckiest thing in the world. We seem to get like three of those games every week in Survivor now. I mean, this is, this is incredible what's going on. The Ravens were dead in the water. They get that touchdown late in the third quarter. Uh, they're up 16 at one point. And, uh, you know, touchdown and a two for Baltimore and then a field goal that was blocked, a field goal attempt from a hampered Rodrigo blanket chip. You know the rest. Ravens tie it in regulation, win it in overtime. What do you make of the Ravens after this? Like, I mean, they're, they're really a few plays away from being one and four, and yet they're four and one. Where do you power rank them? 
there, uh, Daniel Carlson missed 55 yard field goal uh, from five and oh, <laughs> so yeah. it is, it's, it's a, it is crazy how fine a margin that they are w- operating with. But uh, like a lot of other people in this space, probably I was a, one of those holding a Ravens Vikings teaser that somehow won. And mm-hmm. I, I have uh, the, the number of things that had to go right for those two plays to get home was just unbelievable. Um, but um, I got a decent amount of live action down on the Ravens last night, as you could kind of uh, you could see the wheels falling off for the Colts defense. Um, Lamar Jackson's play is pretty obviously top three NFL quarterback level right now. Uh, you know, he very clearly is in the discussion for the MVP at this point, considering Ravens don't travel again until the middle of November. Ravens are going to be, you know, meaningful favorites here. Uh, you know, I guess they're, they're only three point favorites this week, uh, but uh, that still means something. Um, but after this Chargers game, they're going to be close to touchdown or more favorites for a number of weeks in a row here. You could say the same thing about Josh Allen, obviously, but on, but the Ravens are going to be in a lot higher profile games down the stretch, uh, particularly, uh, you know, you kind of look late in the season. Um, they get to play the Rams. They get to play the Packers, like the likelihood that those games are going to find their way into prime time, I think is pretty likely. Um, and if Lamar Jackson can carry on and, you know, perform at this level, especially in the passing game, then he is going to 100% get consideration for a second MVP in his young career, which is super exciting to see. Um, he obviously made <laughs> a couple of errors. I was going to say, game, I got to tell you, Drew, notably that, at the goal line, yes, like, one of yeah, which like, was a fumble and one where he got really fortunate that his knee was down. He's got sloppy. Yeah, he's got to clean that up. I'm sorry they turned your mic down. He's got, they've got to clean that up. We'll come back. Drew will join us uh, for another segment to give us his picks, what he's already made, what he's already bet. Week six in the National Football League. A numbers game at Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I love it. We get tweets at Beating the Book. A torrent of Dodgers tweets. Dodger fan tweets. Mike Alvarez, who we love. Uh, can you tell your buddies in black and orange to keep their crappy candlestick wind north of Gilroy? Thanks in advance. I guess I'm 24 hours late on this, huh? <laughs> Raj Body. Giants magic strikes again. Crawford Solano and the wind turn hits into outs, leaving the Dodgers analytics community crying about expected batting average and exit velocity numbers that should have gone their way. It's called Giants magic, everybody. It's also called Brandon Crawford is awesome. Called a lot of things. Drew Densick joins us once again from the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with Andy Molitor. And, of course, also NBC Sports Bet the Edge, which he does with Sarah Perlman. Double podcasts every week. How many, do you, how many episodes of each do you do every week? Well, we do uh, daily for uh, daily, a little half hour, half hour shots for Bet the Edge. And then uh, wow. we do uh, two a week for Deep Dive. We do a Sunday nighter where we pick through the openers, try to make some early plays, capture a little value. Got a good one with uh, the Sandy with the excuse me, L.A. Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens over a forty nine and a half. That is up to fifty one and a half. So across the key number of fifty one, which is, as always makes me happy early in the week to be on the right side of a move like that. But um, yeah, the uh, and then the other deep dive, of course, Wednesday, we go through every game on the card and uh, try to break down every handicapping angle possible. Sometimes yeah. it's a pass. Sometimes it's a play. But uh, it's funny. Either way. I like it. You're on the uh, the schedule that I've had for years with the uh, beaten book, guessing lines and megapods, sort of a two times a week thing. And I'm curious with your first podcast this week, uh, you, you said that you played the over on the Chargers and the Ravens. That was the one spread that made no sense to me yesterday. And this is before the Ravens oh, played last night. Uh, we saw some three and a halves in favor of the Ravens. Now it's, it's settled at three. I don't get either. I, I just don't. I'm I'm curious if you felt the same way about this. Well, this is one of those because this time of year we start to get into this very funny, murky water where the preseason priors would tell you that the Ravens absolutely should be a three point favorite or more at home, but. The data we have from this season would tell you that the Chargers were wildly underrated by their preseason prior, yes. especially on offense. Yeah. And so the question is, uh, you know, how do you weight those two pieces of information? Everybody has their own sort of general take in the marketplace. Um, I think 
I'm, I, you know, I, so I know some people that barely move off their priors until they're like halfway through the season. Uh, so, you know, here we are week six. We're not even close to really, uh, you know, making moving the Chargers number that much. Um, but then I know others who are using the you know five weeks of data that we have really heavily and they would say Chargers should be favored in this spot. Um, I think independent of the number, the what the Chargers have done this season has been wildly impressive. Uh, the decision making by their head coach is currently the best in the NFL, which is amazing to say, considering he is five games into his career as a head coach. Um, his concepts for how he operates this offense, especially considering he was a defensive coordinator last year for the Rams, right. is it's mind-bending to see that somebody can pick that up this quickly and execute something so flawlessly, which is really all you can say about this Chargers offense. Um, I couple of kind of wrinkles beyond what has been broadly covered, I think, fairly by the media at large and kind of glowing about Brandon Staley. Um, not just the going for it on fourth down, but the way that they're doing it, I think, is worth paying attention to. They're not just succeeding on fourth down by accident, right? Like they're going for it in times when the defense is disorganized. They're expecting to get off the field. They're celebrating. Oh, fourth down. You know, they're no, they're lining up to go for it on fourth and two and at their own 25. Like they're going to catch you by surprise. And they are absolutely going to convert this down. And like that element of it beyond just the, that is um, such an excellent know, pro- point. Progressive <laughs> beyond the progressive nature of, being aggressive, like catching the defense sleeping is, you know, he's, he's, he is, uh, uh, he's executing on just such a high level right now. And it's cool to see, but he's goes up against Harbaugh this week. Harbaugh is obviously no slouch in this department. So it's going to be a great game. Well, yeah. Fourth and two at their own 24 down 27 to 13, 10, 34 left in the third quarter. They go for it nine yard gain. And as I said yesterday, I, he gets the concept. If you're going to lose, you can lose by a hundred. It doesn't matter. Fourth and eight, down 14, 35 to 21. Field goal range at the Cleveland 24 with 748 left in the fourth quarter. 20-yard gain. They don't, they eschew the field goal. They go for a 20-yard gain. Next play, a touchdown after that. But your point is so well taken. That, that's not to uh, even describe the whole, hey, slide when you get towards the goal line. It's the Eckler thing <laughs> yeah, at the right. end. Um, yeah. But you're right. Like that's Because I said, I go, look, at, at some point, this sort of fourth down aggressiveness is going to blow up in their face. But your point is very well taken, which is maybe not as often as we think because the odds are stacked in their favor in those moments for the reasons you state. I think that that is a, a fine point to make about Brandon Staley. I mean, think, think about just in, in your years watching football. Like, you know when a coach is, like, faced with a tough decision and he's sitting there on the sideline and he's thinking and you can see the gears <laughs> yeah. turning and he's like, yes. all right, time out. We got to think this over real hard, <laughs> right? How, Every time that happens, I'm like, this is not getting converted. Like, yeah. there's no way. They're giving the defense the chance to evaluate the personnel on the other side of the ball, line up who they want exactly for this situation. They can, they're in general, they may have some tendencies on a chart for that coach. They know what he's probably going to call. Like, well, you're the giving gr- the, the greatest a example. Greater chance to stop you. Yeah, the greatest example of that, Drew, is the famous Jim Zorn Washington versus the Giants play where they clearly were going to fake a field goal. The Giants yeah. see it, call timeout, and Jim Zorn does exactly what you're talking about. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? They do the exact same thing. That's how brain dead it can get. No, I mean, you're right. It's it's this I, I said about if, if we took this kind of stuff and put it back in the 70s or 80s, 
people's heads would explode off the, off their bodies, right? Like it's completely different and to the good, yeah. to the good. Yeah. I guess one other quick thing about Staley, and this is speculative. This is not like, oh, it's pretty obvious if you watch the tape. Um, but he does seem to have a very clear sense of when his defense is gassed and he they're not going to get the returning stop. Mm-hmm. Like exactly the opposite of Stefanski in that game. And it, basically the deciding moment of that game was Stefanski, you know, lack of aggressiveness on their opportunity to put the game away, uh, you know, draw to th- on third. You know, he's he's complaining about what I thought was a missed P.I. call on the second down. Uh, and so he's he's not really, you know, kind of thinking, well, what am I going to do with down you know, with third down here? They do the draw to Kareem Hunt. Ultimately, it you know, they punt back the ball and give the Chargers the chance to win the game outright. Um, but, uh, you know, he did not really reflect in, or understand in that moment what was going on with his defense. They were down multiple starters. They came into the game down multiple starters. They lose more in game. His guys were getting absolutely beat on every passing down. And it's, you know, it, it was, uh, it was clear that there was not going to be some miracle defensive stop that was coming, especially when you have to defend four downs, which is what you were going to have to do against the chargers in that moment. Uh, and the flip side was true of Staley, like both in the chiefs game and in that, um, chart in the Browns game, you could say, he made some tactical errors end of game, not just taking the clock to zero and kicking the field goal, right? You know, set aside the fact right. that his field goal is somewhat unreliable. Yes. You mm-hmm. can say he should have taken that to, to one second, kick the field goal, not even give them a final opportunity. That's correct. Yeah, um, we brought that up yesterday. Yeah. Instead, he went for the touchdown. And uh, he got the touchdown in both instances um, relatively easily. Uh, Browns, to their credit, I think, helped make sure that the touchdown was scored so that they had a final opportunity. Um, but uh, it does feel like Staley either, either in, you know, either has people helping him or is doing it himself, evaluating like the quality of the defense and, you know, the degree to which they are, uh, you know, given to give away the key points late in games. And that's helping him in these moments. I think Drew, we only have 90 seconds. They even less 60 seconds chargers Ravens over. What else you got? Uh, I played the Browns at minus two and a half. I think there's a ton of questions about how Arizona's offense is going to operate in this spot with Kyler Murray dealing with an injury with the wind, potentially an issue along the, the, uh, along the lake. Uh, I played Minnesota on the money line. Uh, I think they're the, they're the correct, they should be the correct uh, favorite there. And that may flip as we get later into the week. Um, I played the under in the Rams giants game. I don't think we see Daniel Jones. I don't think we see an aggressive approach at all from the giants in that one. I think the Rams defense gets right in that spot. Um, and I laid the points with the green Bay Packers against Chicago. Uh, I think this is, uh, off by many points. Honestly, I think this should be closer to a touchdown. So I'm uh, Packers minus four and a half this week, despite all of the injuries to the green Bay defense. All right. Cleveland, Minnesota on the money line. Rams, Giants under Green Bay against the number against Chicago. The three and two somehow Chicago Bears should be pointed Crazy. out. Drew, appreciate it as always at whale underscore capper. You want to follow Drew on Twitter and all his podcast information there as well. Thank you as always. Thanks for the tennis picks as well. We appreciate that. Oh, of course. Best of luck today. Enjoy, guys. You too. Drew Dinsick, everybody. Uh, each and every Tuesday right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff and I come back. We'll talk college football. If Alabama loses to Georgia in the uh, SEC championship, do they not make the playoff? Hmm. Could Georgia get upset this weekend? It's next. VEASAN's. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VEASAN, the sports betting network. 
Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your Visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to Visa.com data and analysis. You get everything Visa has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, glad you could join us this morning. Jeffrey Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at Beating the Book. I just want to read this one because Jeff and I were just talking about Survivor off air. J&J Watering Hole. Imagine being a diehard Colts fan and having to watch that last night but be happy about it yet really upset at the same time. My word. Two entries, Minnesota and Baltimore, week five. We will never cry about a bad beat again. Well, until the next time, hashtag dodged bullets. So, yes, that's the survivor, you know, stress that everyone, every, anyone who had Minnesota, like myself, anybody who had New England, anybody who had Baltimore this week, like what was more miraculous of all of them? Minnesota? Last night? L- last night. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so imagine compared to the Henry Ruggs play last year against the Jets, we had the 66-yard field goal after the fourth and 17 conversion by the, uh, or was it fourth and 19? I can't even remember by the uh, by the Ravens at Detroit. That to me is still the most miraculous sequence. False start that wasn't called. But then you had three different outcomes this week. No one's dying unless you have the Raiders. No one's dying in Survivor. And so Jeff and I were just saying, because Jeff's like, oh, that's really hard this week. And I'm like, oh, no, my friend. The hardest week in Survivor, if you look ahead, and Todd Wishnev pointed this out on the Beating the Book Megapod on Thursday, because we're all focused on, oh, wow, Circa has the the Thanksgiving quirk and the Christmas quirk. Okay, let's say you play this through, and you get to Thanksgiving. You're like, okay, well, we've gotten here. Okay, here's Thanksgiving. Let's, Let's pray we get through Thanksgiving. And let's say you do that. Do you know what your reward is that following Sunday? So four days after Thanksgiving, three days, three days after Thanksgiving, pardon me. My weak knowledge has been uh, affected. Three days after Thanksgiving is the single hardest week of the entire season. Go to that Sunday after Thanksgiving, Jeff, and just can you quickly just read off all those games real quick? I'll be I'll be quick. Steelers at Bengals, Panthers at Dolphins, Eagles at Giants, Titans at Patriots, Falcons at Jaguars, Bucks at Colts, Jets at Texans. Was this <laughs> comical? Uh, Chargers at Denver. Minnesota at San Francisco, Rams at Packers, Browns at Ravens, Seahawks at the football team. God help us all. There's just there's not a game there. But that's for, you know, later next month. Worry about that yeah. when you get there. We'll worry about that at the time. But I'm just telling you in advance, all of this talk about, hey, Thanksgiving, it's tough. Yeah, the NFL schedule right after Thanksgiving is brutality that next week for Survivor. All right, college football. You remember a better day of college football? I'm sure we have had better days of college football, but certainly that was the best weekend of the year, the best Saturday of the year. And I'm trying to remember, just anecdotally, if we had a better one here in recent times. But in the morning, the dueling television screens of Oklahoma, Texas, the Red River rivalry, by the way, you have to say that very slowly, otherwise it comes out like Elmer Fudd, that juxtaposed against Ole Miss and Arkansas, which I think Arkansas appropriately went for two at the end of that because they knew we're not stopping Matt Corral, period. We have no ability to do so. Say what you will about the play call, which would just seemed horrible. But those were awesome games in the morning. That foul, followed by Penn State-Iowa. What a scene at Iowa. The tragedy of that game is that Sean Clifford got hurt because if he stays in, Penn State probably wins. 
And then when Roberson came in, he was just so overwhelmed by the situation, that crowd, the gravitas of that moment. And Iowa gets it done. And then out of nowhere, because I think, you know, it was a game of the year here at the South Point before the season starts when they put out Chrissy, Jimmy, and Vinny put out their lines. But I think by, you know, by Saturday, we were all like, well, Texas A&M, Alabama was great on paper, but this isn't going to be much. And Texas A&M beats them outright. There's other double-digit favorites that went down in college football as well. But those were the, those four games were the highlight. And so I guess I have a couple questions for you, Jeff. One of which is, if Bama loses, let's say Bama wins the rest here, they get to the SEC championship, and they lose to Georgia. But don't just lose in the last seconds. Let's say they lose by 7 to 10 points. Does Alabama make the playoff? No. Okay, let me rephrase that. Should they and will they? Okay, now we have a different answer here. That's what should I'm... they? Probably yes. Oh, they should. Okay. Will they? Probably not. See, I would go the opposite. It's, it's, I would go, should they know, will they, maybe yes. Well, it's going to come down to a few factors now. First off, I, I, going back to Iowa-Penn State real quick, because yeah. Iowa's the, the first real domino now to fall after this weekend. I feel worse about Iowa today than I did going into that game. Because, if, like you said, if mm-hmm. Sean Clifford does not get hurt, that is a beatdown, more than likely. that Penn State goes in there, wins that game by multiple scores. I think so. And Penn State is number two. And Penn State is one win away in Columbus from being in a college football playoff, period. For sure. Uh, and you look at Iowa, I think they'll, they'll run the table in the regular season. But whoever wins the Big Ten East is going to beat them handily in Indianapolis at this rate. Which then means whoever wins that Big Ten East is getting in the playoff from the Big Ten. If Oregon wins out, even though I don't think they're that good. stop it. But because they beat Ohio State, Gil, in Columbus, 12-1 Oregon would probably still sneak in ahead of a two-loss Alabama. It's fun to speculate about, and I think we'll have, you know, as we do every year, we have a discussion. Obviously, it's a it's a spirited debate. Can I use that phrase? Um, but I said this last night on primetime action, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin on MSG Plus, that my initial instinct, and I think many folks' initial instinct is, oh, I want to see new blood. I want to see the Iowas and the Cincinnati's of the world, or pick your team, whoever it is that you want to see in a playoff. And then your next thought within a half a second of that is, and they're going to get destroyed. So it's this weird thing in college football. You're like, yeah, bigger, bigger 12-team playoff, sure. Well, why are we doing that again? Oh, yeah, more bets. That'll be fun. We will have more games to bet on. There is that. But in terms of, like, compet- competitive at the top, eh, not so much. How about Spencer Rattler? We have never had a precedent for what is going on at Oklahoma. A preseason Heisman favorite, preseason Heisman short shot, who is not only now not the short shot, but is benched on an undefeated team. There is no precedent for this. Like, I, you know, you think about it, you're like, when, when has that happened before? And it's the right move. And as I said this before about Lincoln Riley, I was like, I'm not convinced he's a good coach. Did Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray make him, or was it the other way around? I would say the former. He didn't make Spencer Rattler, that's for sure. But that was the, the hype on Rattler, though, to be Baker Mayfield or... Kyler Murray, even Jalen Hurts in his one year at Oklahoma-esque just always seemed off. So that, that, that was the other big sort of headline there. And as you look forward to this week, and I see, okay, Georgia, 
a big, big favorite over Kentucky. And Kentucky just beating Florida and LSU back-to-back. Let's go back to the question I asked before, Alabama-Florida. I asked it before several other games. Georgia-Arkansas, I think I asked it before that. I did not ask it before Texas A&M and Alabama, but I should have, which is, okay, one thing to cover the spread here. Do you think Kentucky can win outright? Absolutely no chance. No chance. No chance. None whatsoever. No. No. Georgia's that much better than everybody. Their defense is much better than everyone. Georgia's offense would have to score Kentucky two touchdowns in this game. So Kentucky's defense would have to score two touchdowns in order for this to realistically be tight. I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia, if this looks like the Arkansas game, where Arkansas Gill is clearly a really good football team, and Georgia made them look like a peewee team. It would not shock me if we see the same game against Kentucky. Where do you stand on the Heisman now? Kenneth Walker doing big things. You and I were talking about. Yeah, I off think Kenneth Walker State. has. You can get him fourteen to one, sixteen to one. I think he's probably worth it, especially if Michigan State stays in this thing like I think they will. And I will ask you this: Have you seen any? And I haven't seen this yet. Have you seen any book that has a Caleb Williams I, number? I know what you were going to ask. Nope, I haven't. By the way, Bryce Young here at BetMGM plus one eighty five. Matt Corral plus two ten. I think Corral should be the favorite right now. Or the short shot. But let me go back to the uh, to the Kenneth Walker thing for a second. Is that just you and me filling time? Does he really have a realistic shot? Well, if Michigan State somehow wins the Big Ten East, yeah, yeah. he does. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if they win the Big East, there's your path. I mean, the Big Ten, rather. Big Ten East. But that's that's the only way. And all these other guys we talked about, Sam Howell, remember how much love he got before the season, 50-1? to I still like him as a pro prospect. Would you draft Spencer Rattler? I wouldn't. No. Corral, you think he's a pro? This is a weird quarterback in class where I'm not sure who fully translates to the NFL. Corral, I mean, at this point, Malik Wills might be the best draft prospect at this point, the quarterback from Liberty. Here's the thing. The, the guys that got drafted this year... If if you draft Trey Lance as high as you do, you got to draft Matt Corral high, right? Like, I mean, let's forget when the Probably. day, yeah, the day the NFL draft shows up, they're not going to draft him high. Teams go crazy for quarterbacks, as they should. It being a quarterback league in the NFL. We'll talk to Pete Futak more about college football a little later on the show. But next, from an undisclosed location in the desert, Mark Borchard, baseball, let's go Giants, and more. Beeson, a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with a special offer on the NHL, an official sports betting partner of BetMGM. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a goal in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the NHL action like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a goal is scored in the game you wager on. New customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. By the way, Andy McNeil will be back on the show tomorrow. Only two games to uh, start the NHL tonight, but then full slate-ish tomorrow. And Andy will, we're going to have to fit in a lot to his segment. Some more of his uh, season points and futures his thoughts on tomorrow night's slate of uh, games, some award thoughts as well. Andy McNeil on the show tomorrow. And then uh, Thursday, how about some NBA season wins? You interested in that? Huh? Dan Bespers. I just like doing that to Jeff Wargo. Huh? If he responds. All right, so that will do uh, on Thursday as well. Uh, and so, okay, you found, you did, a Caleb Williams at circuit 75 to 1, which you deemed too short, and I think you're correct. Yeah, I, I would have guessed 150 to 1 yep. would have been the number that would be bettable. Agree. For a guy who's just showing up to play now, not showing up, you get what I mean, just be inserted now. Uh, and then, by the way, do you think do you think Lincoln Riley would put Spencer Rattler back in as a starter? If he does, it will be an absolute revolt. Well, he absolutely yeah. could. He <laughs> absolutely could. What are you? Oh my God! Um, meanwhile, they're still undefeated. That, by the way, that's the team I don't want to see. Period. Just stop with the Oklahoma stuff in, in a in a playoff. Uh, and then Chris Felico, the Bear, who's a regular guest on this show, a friend of the network, uh, the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, he agrees with you about the Alabama side of things, which is if they lose to Georgia, should but will not get in the playoff. Still one of the four best, but will not get in. And he also agrees with our sentiment 
when we sort of showed skepticism about any of these quarterbacks at the next level, that it is not a spectacular group of talent at quarterback, at least as you project forward. But who knows? Obviously, it's an inexact science. We thought Josh Allen would still be inaccurate, and that seems to have changed. So there's that. Let's talk some baseball, ladies and gentlemen. From an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, at BaseWinner, BaseWinner.com, the BaseWinner Podcast. It's Mark Borchard. How you doing, Mark? Yo, it's been an exciting four days for me. Good. For you only? What do you mean you're winning bets? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, just oh, the whole playoffs in itself. Honestly, like I had the raise to win the whole thing, so that, that was kind of disappointing, but... Uh, the games have been great. Those yes. Boston games. I mean, there's nothing, and I don't like Boston. In fact, they're probably my second least favorite team in, in MLB. But there's nothing like Fenway Park in in October. It's it's awesome. It is it is awesome. And that series, and I'm with you. I thought the Rays were getting to the World Series. Of course, I have the Giants winning it, um, and Lord knows that'll be a day when they do, if they do. Um, but in terms of bets, I'm talking about not just fanhood. But the Rays, I really expected to get there. They end up losing in four. I really expected after they won game one as well. And this series, and just again, postseason baseball, the amazing things that happen, that ground rule double in extra innings for Kevin Kiermeyer that bounced sort of off the wall and then off of Hunter Renfro over that short wall in right field that limited Kiermeyer to a double, prevented a run from scoring, the hand of God, as uh, as one of my buddies said, uh, that is the sequence. I mean, that's the play, right? That's the the it, moment. It, Gil, that thing could have changed this, the yeah. results of the playoffs because and 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 you can say, well, the guy had a two two run home run, but that changes the whole thing. Team gets up by a run, they put maybe a sure. different pitcher in there, and I mean that's the course of the playoffs because instead of going down two to one, they're up two to one. So I, I, that was a huge play, and it, it was really a, an interesting one because I think they called it right. So maybe they need to change the rule. Yeah, they well they did call it right. Uh, unbeknownst to most of us, they called it. They called it's like when we learned about the uh, the tuck rule right at the moment it was happening. Like oh, apparently that's a rule. Um, they called it right uh, by the book. Doesn't mean that it's a good rule, but that's what happened. So Boston, the first team to advance to the championship series, they await the winner uh, again for an extra day because we thought we might get game four tomorrow between Houston and the White Sox. We did not. Rain shuttled it to today or scuttled it to today, and we have that as the first game, 207 Eastern, 1107 Pacific. McCullers against Rodon. It is the only game today for which we have both pitchers at this point. Uh, I still don't see a pitcher at all in the Milwaukee-Atlanta game four today. And we only know about Disclafani for the uh, Giants in the nightcap in game four in Chavez Ravine. Any plays on the Astros-White Sox this morning? Yeah, I like this White Sox team here. I've got it priced on my crunch model at minus 140. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rodon. I, I, the other model, the three-metric model, likes Rodon even more at minus 172. And if you look at... Uh, these guys' game logs uh, over the last, I don't know, five games. Rodon hasn't been, he's had a couple interesting starts. Uh, he's got an 86 percentile, a 48 percentile, a 90 percentile, and a 55 and a 46 percentile, which is kind of concerning. But then if you look at uh, McCullers, he hasn't been as good. He's a 72 percentile, 55 percentile, 58 percentile, a 9 percentile, and then a 56 percentile. And I don't even think he was that impressive in his uh, game one victory. He only struck out four guys. Uh, I, and we talked about this bullpen here for the, for the uh, Astros. 
And their control numbers over the last 30 days of the regular season uh, by that swinging strike percentage and expected walk rate, they're 22nd in baseball. Uh, over the last 30 days, the White Sox were fifth in baseball. Uh, so for all those reasons, I'm going to I'm going to take a, a play here on, on the White Sox minus 113, Gil. What a turnaround this would be if somehow the White Sox can escape this series. They were down two games to nothing. They were down four runs in game three to the Astros. Five to one, came back, won that, and here they are a slight favorite in game four, trying to stave off elimination behind Carlos Rodon. He of the 34.6% K rate this year, holding opponents to a 186 batting average. Um, About Milwaukee, Atlanta, we don't have the pitchers yet today. But Atlanta now has won consecutive games three to nothing after dropping the first one two to one, which means that the Brewers have scored a grand total of two runs through three games in this entire series. Is this just a question uh, or a matter of, uh, for you of just their bats have gone cold at the wrong time, or is this kind of what you get from the Brewers? This is sort of their bugaboo. Well, their weighted runs created plus twenty second in baseball uh, over the regular season at at, at ninety two. I don't think they could be this putrid, Gill. I mean, if you look at their base runs at, over the last, over the three games in this series, 1.74 in base runs. The Braves with a base winner ERA of 2.61. So I think it'll get better for them. I'm showing the pitchers today of, of Lauer, and who knows, he, he might go an, an inning or two. And then Huasker, uh, you know, I guess that's how you pronounce it. And I, so I'm showing the Braves at minus 156 on my crunch model. I think it's going to be a tough ask for the Brewers, but if they can get past them today, they'll get, they'll get back to Burns versus Morton. We might have an epic game five, which would be really neat. Are you saying you anticipate probably taking the Braves today? I It depends on what the line is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw it at like minus 135. I, I you know, I'm con- kind of conflicted. I, I, my my um, three metric model has it at minus one eleven. The other the crunch model has it minus one fifty six. I think I'm just gonna not play this one. This is this is a tough game for me. Uh, as far I'm just gonna gonna watch it and hope the Brewers Brewers win because we have the Brewers to to win that uh, to win that divi- or the, the league rather. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I had the Bra- I had the Rays to win that. Oh, so here we have a line here. This is uh, the Braves are at minus one twenty four. Brewers plus 114 on the dime line coming back. So you might play the Braves here at that number? Or I don't think no. so. I think okay. I'm going to pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, by the way, the, so I had the Rays in the series. That ends up being a loss, but made up for on primetime action last night, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. I said, I got to take the Giants at plus 180. Even though I have the Giants to win the pennant, I have the Giants just massively to win the World Series. Plus 180, that game last night, I get it's Max Scherzer, but on principle, I got to play this. And it ends up working out. Evan Longoria providing the only run, one to nothing win for the Giants. They put together a pitching performance from Wood and uh, from you know from Rogers, also with uh, with you know mixing and matching pitchers. Doval at the end pitches two flawless innings. But Brandon Crawford with a big defensive play. Have you gotten to the point yet? We only have we only have thirty seconds here, where you are seeing the Giants differently than you have, or are you still maintaining? You don't think they get through here? I, you know, I never thought the Giants were awful, but the Dodgers are really strong. But you're going to like this, Gil. I've got right now, as of as we speak, I've got the the Giants with the best odds to win the World Series, 23.3% of all the teams that are remaining. So you might like, like that, it. actually. I like it. Jake McGee, of course, the one I, I couldn't uh, come up with a name in between Rodgers and Doval yesterday. Game four tonight, Disclafani going for the Giants. Are you seeing a pitcher for the Dodgers or no? 
Minus uh, one. I'm seeing Gonsolin uh, versus uh, uh, Tony Disco. Yeah, minus one. I don't one. have any lines, but this is this is. I might play it this way, Gil. I might go Giants first five, Dodgers full game. Giants first five, Dodgers full game. By the way, full game on the Dodgers minus one fifty-seven, Giants plus one forty-seven coming back. I got to run, Mark. Thank you. We'll come back more football. Our contest entries on a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting entry. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.